0: One of the most complicated and perplexing episodes in the entire Safe of Beratius is the abduction of Dina. Torah tells us that she is abducted and violated by Shechem, the son of Chamor, who then desires to marry her. When the brothers find out about this, the Torah describes Vayichar lahem Me'od They are extremely fired deeply with anger and indignation asa this terrible outrage calamity had been done to the Jewish people, to Abbas Yisrael v'chein lo yasa. such a thing cannot be done and in response to Shechem desire to marry Dina, they come up bimirma, with deceit, the Torah says, a plan in which they say to him, listen, you know, we can be a big family, but not if you're not circumcised, that we just, we can't do that. So if you and your entire family will agree to have a bris milah, then we can agree to join together with you. Now, the Ramban points out, like, what did did Yaakov think the plan was when they came up with this idea? And he says it was really pretty simple. Number one, there's no chance the entire city will go along with this. And B, if they do, so then it will be easy for the brothers to go in and rescue Dina on the third day when everybody is still recovering and then they can go on their merry way. Of course, as we know, on the third day, Shimon and Levi do not just go in to rescue Dina. They go in and they slaughter the entire city, all of its inhabitants. And much ink has been spilled throughout Jewish history coming up and understanding the justification for how they can do that, which is not the topic of this discussion, ranging from the Rambam, who says they were all guilty for not exacting punishment and judgment on Shem himself, from the Ramban, who writes that it was simply been men other things that they had done wrong, which were uh, deserving of a death sentence, to the Maharal who simply says, war is brutal. War is a beast and people get caught up, innocent civilians get caught up in war. Be it as it may, whatever the justification may be, there is a fascinating discussion that then takes place as they return home with their uh, with Dina, as they release this hostage, they free her. And Yaakov says to them in very strong language, "Achartem Osi. You have made me literally like decomposed. You've made me repugnant amongst the nations upon with whom I dwell. Haaretz. You've literally made me odious amongst the inhabitants of the land. And Yaakov says, and I'm small in number. They're going to gather against me. They're going to strike me. Then I'll be lost together with you, my whole household. How could you do this, Yaakov says to the brothers? You know that we're small in number. You know that we live amongst the nations of the world. Look at how they're looking at us right now. Look at how they're disgusted by our behavior. How can you? And the brothers respond, "Vayomru, hachazona, Yases says, Should our sister be made into a harlot and be treated that way, and we not respond? We have to restore the kavul, the honor we did this for you, Abba, for us, for Klal Yisrael, for our sister Dina. It's not enough just to rescue her. There has to be a statement that's made. You you can't treat a basi this way." And the Torah then, after their argument, has what's known as a psucha. It's just a blank space in the Torah, and then it goes on to another topic. And it's as if the Torah leaves these two voices reverberating throughout Jewish history, without a narrative, a, narrat- a narrator describing like who's right, which is the correct side. We have the side of Yaakov saying, "Ye can't act in a way." The nations of the world are going to hate us, are going to look at us like we're despicable people. We're not enough, we're not big enough to defend ourselves. You can't. And the brother's saying, but you can't treat us this way. There has to be a response. How can we leave it like that? And no, no response from the Torah itself. Yaakov himself holds on to his argument till his very last days on his dying deathbed. He still is angry at the brothers for doing it. But we don't have a response from the Torah. Who is right? Which argument carries the day? And says, if the Torah leaves these two voices, just echoing throughout the generations, sometimes you have the approach of a Yaakov. You have to take in mind, you have to take into account, how will we be viewed? How will everyone look at us? We're not the largest nation. We have to be able to defend ourselves and live amongst everyone. And we have Shimon and Levi saying, there's a time we have to defend your honor. You can't sit back and do nothing. You have to act. You have to restore honor. Whatever the cost may be in the eyes of those, it doesn't matter. These two voices leave us. leave, Leave The Torah leaves us with these two voices. Throughout Jewish history until our very day.